Welcome to the Confident and Courageous Clarity Podcast with me, Jatia Jones. Join us weekly for everything clarity. The truth is, once you have clarity, you'll have the confidence and courage to succeed in life and business. If you're new to the podcast, you should know my goal is to help you gain the clarity needed to transform your visions, goals, or dreams into reality. So let's jump right into today's episode. For my OG listeners, you all know that the podcast was birthed from the evolution of Mocha Monday's tip of the week. So when we moved to the podcast, I couldn't just leave you without your mocha. Therefore, at the beginning of each episode, I give you your drop of mocha and you are to implement it throughout the week to help inch you closer and closer to clarity. This week's drop of mocha is sometimes when you're going through dark times, you feel like you've been buried. But in all actuality, you've been playing it. Take root, bloom where you are. This week's guest, Chulu. Chulu is a writer of modern African culture and lifestyle, the host of the Africana Woman podcast, a transformational speaker and mentor. She currently resides in Zambia, is the proud mother of a teenage boy, and is at peace. For many years, Chulu experienced success in her career, however, fell short in her personal life. Eventually, she managed to transform her lifestyle and lives by the principle, know. Know your roots, grow your purpose, where no stands for knowledge, nourishment, operate in obedience and weakness. As a result, Chulu is on a mission to ensure African women can create generational wealth from a place of holistic health, i.e. mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical health. Get your pen and paper ready for the gems that she's about to drop. Hello, ma'am. How are you? I am great. I am so excited to be here. Jitia, you know how much I love you, first of all. So, like, I get to do this. This is so exciting. Okay, yeah. Let me just contain myself. I, no, no, let it all out. Because, no, I am so excited. Like, Chula, whenever I see you doing what you do, I just remember, like, our very first conversation. And I'm just like... I'm beaming and overflowing with so much excitement and joy for you. I'm just like, look at my friend. Look at her. She's doing it. So, yes, I'm excited. I'm excited you say yes. So, thank you. And they've heard your bio and all that good kind of stuff about you. Um, you're, you're halfway around the world. What time is it there now? Right now, it's 5.40. Yeah, 5.40 p.m. Okay. And it's still morning time for me. So yeah, <laughs> I'm just yeah, glad like halfway across the world. <laughs> yes. So tell them about you, who you are, what you do. Oh, goodness. Ah, that big question. Okay. My name is Chulu and I'm in Zambia. I'm from Zambia. So Zambia is this uh, country that's sort of like Central Africa, but we still consider it Southern Africa. Um and I am the founder of Africana Woman. Very, very proud of this um, movement that I have started. And it basically is about 
it's it's centered on African women. It's there to empower, to support African women and to connect them and you know just celebrate them for everything and all that they do. Um, so how we do this, there is a podcast, there is a blog, and there is um, a community, the Africana Women Visionaries, and we do lots of exciting stuff in there, um, pop-up masterclasses, um, virtual networking mixes, be your own bay events like it's just growing it's expanding it's so exciting so i guess a little bit more about me i am a mom to a most handsome young man who's going to be 14 um in december i know he's so big oh my gosh everyone's like how old is he oh you got a baby how old is he i'm like what baby this baby is big it's taller than me <laughs> and i am um, I like to think that I'm a serial entrepreneur. I have so many interests, guys. Um, I'm kind of all over the place, which is why Jatia is amazing. <laughs> Cause she just unscrambled all of my ideas and we just put it into focus. And literally, if you look at what I do, what I do is I create, um, I am a master at creating community to celebrate diversity. So that's a little bit about me. Mm -hmm. I love that. And, and you're a master creative just in general, like, um, what, what she's leaving off to is like, she's excellent at decorating cakes and she's just creative in general. Like, I feel like everything you touch is just like magic. It's just, I love it. I really do love it. And what you're doing with the Africana Women Group is absolutely amazing. I absolutely enjoy my time with you guys um, doing networking and the women in there. They're just, you really are an answer prayer for me because, you know, my business prayer is to create this wave of impact and income from a ripple and you've joined the wave and those women like are thriving because you actually were obedient to doing the idea, doing the thing, right? So I just love it. It makes me so excited. So I had to throw that in there. They need to know that because that's that's Chulu, right? So I I know like the your why, your why behind starting the community was, and I don't want to jack up your tagline. Hold on, I actually wrote it over here so that I would not forget it. Um, the importance of knowing your roots in order to grow your purpose. And mm-hmm. I absolutely love it because it's so very true. Um, a lot of people get stuck in the past, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to ignore and forget the past, but it's very important to know it, not get stuck there, but use it to help you grow in your purpose. And so can you tell us a little bit more about that? Like how and why did you land there? Mm. Yeah, I, um, you know, I've had a life that has been so, um, it's been full. (laughs) It's been full of lots of things, beautiful, beautiful opportunities. Um, but then also with very tragic events, you know, and those tragic events could have broken me. Um, if you read my, if you, read my story and you know you can go on the blog you 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 find out that you know i um 
one, you know, being a single mother in an African community is has its own challenges. Um, you know, you can be, um, what's the word when you're kind of like uh, pushed on the side? Yeah. Yes, shunned. That's the word. You, 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 you're shunned by the community, and you know it's a very religious um, community. So, having those those types of um, beliefs does not make you uh, a favorable person in the community. Um, and then I also um, survived rape, so you know that in itself was very um, dehumanizing to. A point where I, I I didn't know how I was going to move on, you know, and like I said, you know, whilst I've had very beautiful things happen in my life, they've also been very tragic things, and the tragic things um, tend to give you shame and give you um, give you a way of not of feeling that you don't belong, um, you don't belong in the community in your family. And you, you just don't know uh, what to do with yourself. <laughs> and you know, when you have a shame that is so visible, like if you're pregnant, you know, like the guy, it's easy, but you have a visible shame, even worse. Oh my goodness. You can't bury yourself in the ground. And, and you know, we tend to hide ourselves and hide who we really are, hide our voices and don't believe that we have a place um, in this, uh, in any space, right? Because of this apparent shame that is over, that is covering you. And I went through that. So I got to a point where I, um, I was depressed and I um, was having anxiety attacks, you know? And I, I, I reached a day where like three days in bed, stuck in bed, not doing anything. I did not bath, I did not eat. I was just crying three days. And I got to the end of the three days and I said, enough is enough. I have to make a change at some point this is enough. I cannot live like this. I am still alive, meaning that I need to live. <laughs> I cannot be stuck in, in this sadness, in this shame, as if it's my fault. It happened to me. It does not define me, you know? Um, and that's when I really had to um, find help. So one of the things that I did is I found help in therapy. And then I also found help in community, which is where Jatia and I met. And um, I, I, I must say something that I really did learn in that period is uh, understanding that whatever negative thing has happened to you, it, it doesn't define you. It is not the whole summation of you. It doesn't even give a predictor of all the greatness that you can do in the future. It has got nothing to do with all of who you are created to be, right? And I had to come to a point where I said, you know what? Yes, these things happened to me, but there were lessons in them. And when I looked at what I believe I've been called to do, and that is to work with um, African women and create safe spaces, I believe that the experiences that happened to me made me more empathetic to the women that I work with. So it, yes, it happened to me, but it happened for a reason. It happened so that I am able to relate more to the, the women that I work with. It's not, it, it wasn't great, but I feel like you have to come to a place where you, 
you accept and just let it go. Let it be what it is and let it be in the past, but don't keep carrying that luggage, you know? Yeah, so I'll, I'll stop there. <laughs> I mean, you just said so many great things, like, because, you know, I'm always saying things happen for you, not to you, because it's really easy to say it happened to me and, and, and hold that, right? And not, and stay in the negative and not switch it into a positive. Um, and so the, the thing that stood out the most is that you were like, okay, enough is enough. And I feel like a lot of what you were describing are definitely emotions and feelings based on trauma, but that's how a multi-passionate person kind of feels in general. You know, we feel the shame, we feel out of place, we feel like we don't know where we belong. And hopefully fingers, eyes and toes crossed, we get to a place where we're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And we realize that all the things that happen to us happen for us to equip us to be able to do that thing called purpose. And a lot of times people say there's pain and there's purpose and pain. And I'm always like, God, yeah, I know you have a sense of humor that I don't think is too funny. And did I really have to learn the lesson that way? Like these are the conversations we have, right? Um, but then hindsight really is 2020 where I'm like, okay, I see what you did there. I still don't think. I should have had to go down that path, but I see what you did there. And so I really love that you were able to, one, tell yourself that enough is enough because it's hard. It's hard when you have to live the day-to-day and you see it on their face. It's not even on your face. It's on their, it's like, you know, and you're embodying what they are projecting. And it's hard not to, when you're kind of surrounded by that, and it's hard to, keep pushing yourself even though you're sick and tired of being sick and tired and don't even know where to start so with all of that like that is a blessing in itself and I think it definitely speaks to your power that you embody deep down inside so like you said no matter what it doesn't define who you are meant to be, who you're capable of being and what you can do. Because the women in your group, I know are so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for you. Like you really are a beaming light. So I am, um, and then the last thing was acceptance because you know, for me, the ABCs to clarity is acceptance, believing and connecting. And acceptance is really, it's a big hard pill to swallow. It takes a lot of time, but it's so freeing in the end when you really truly accept, okay, it happened, it and, and leave it over there, <laughs> acknowledge it, and learn something from it and take it with you so that you're not triggered every time that thing may come up or that person may come around, right? Um, and it allows you to move on to the next phase of believing that you can do something greater. So like everything that you just said, I was like, yep, clarity, yep, clarity. <laughs> I, yeah. I, and you know, when it comes to acceptance, I think one of the things that really, really helped me was, you know, I think the worst thing that you, I heard this, that the worst thing that you can do to yourself is lie to yourself. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times when something happens, we, we try to ignore it or pretend it didn't happen. And we're just pushing it in the back of our mind, you know, pushing it, pushing it, and things just keep piling up. And we're just pretending it's not there. <laughs> it's like sweeping dirt under a rug, right? And, you know, if you're just like doing that for years and years and years, it's a mound now, it's a mountain. Hello, 
<laughs> it's still there. So you, you have to get to a point where you just say, you know what? Yes, it happened. Am I happy that it happened? No, but then what can I do better? What can I learn? Does it mean that I'm, I'm, you know, and you know, especially I think it's harder when it's, when you, when you think, when you know it's a decision that you made um, that you weren't particularly proud of, but that doesn't mean that you keep making that decision. You exactly. learned your lesson. So that means you've changed, you've evolved. So give yourself some grace, like it's okay. That's how people learn. You make mistakes, you learn, and next time you do better because you know better. Yep, so very true. I um, <laughs> when I first moved to the DC area, I would always get lost, right? And my roommate at the time would literally be freaking out, and I'm like, "Calm down. We have gas, and both of us have fully charged cell phones." we're going to be okay. Maybe it really was a little naive of me because we ended up down some streets that, you know, probably only locals should go, right? But when I would then be driving like years later, I would say, I've been lost over here before. I shouldn't go down that road. Let's make a left right here. And then I would come up and I'm like, yep, you're right. Yep. Mm -hmm." (laughs) So like you said, it's like, the clarity's in the doing. You kind of have to do to figure it out. There's kind of no way around really taking a misstep sometimes and really, like you say, giving yourself grace and, and maybe even apologizing to yourself. And we all know that, like the best apology is a changed behavior. So apologize to yourself, forgive yourself. Don't do it again. If at all possible, learn from it and course correct and go the other way. Right. So um, that that's, a major, major, we make it sound so simple, but, you know, it's a, it's really the first step into really making things move and happen, but it it is a hard thing to forgive yourself. We beat ourselves up more than anybody else normally. Yeah, it it is a journey. (laughs) I don't want anyone to think that, you know, it just happens overnight. It is a journey um, into really, I think it's even just understanding who you really are, because if you are at that point where you have, you know, you have all of this regret, you have all of the shame, sometimes you are lost. And when you decide to pivot and, you know, just make that change in yourself, it's about self-discovery. It's about unlearning. It's a, it's a journey. It takes a while. <laughs> Cause you know, the story I told you about getting depressed, that was in 2019. And when I think, you know, I, I when I think that I came full circle, that could have been in, wow, um, maybe August, 2020. And I wrote a post that was called Into Me See. And I literally just wrote everything, guys, everything. The, all of the good, all of the bad. It was all in that post about what my life is. And I think for me, that really just set me free because, um, I mean, if we go like, uh, you know, biblical terms, you know, they say, um, confess to one another, right? And the truth will set you free. Listen, there is, there is so much truth in the truth will set you free. (laughs) Because before I used to get so stressed, like, oh my God, my past is going to come and find me and come and catch me. But now it's just all out there. And I'm just like, well, I already said it. So (laughs) who's going to come and get me? Like, 
mm, you know it just said it it's it, it was a, I don't know, there's something that changed within me because I remember when I had started writing, uh, a friend of mine said to me, um, you know, he said, I don't think you are you are putting your, your whole self in the writing. Like it's good, but you're not really putting everything there. And I said, well, I don't think people are ready for all of me. <laughs> he said, no, 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 no. Just throw it all out there. Just let they are ready if they're not ready then they're you know it's not the audience for you or whatever and I said okay so I thought about it a little thought about it a little and then I wrote this piece into me see and it was a game changer I I just felt so free it was like it was like burdens and you know just things were falling off of me and I just became light and it was okay to just start over and start from the beginning and just just go out and shine it's it, it, it was it's, it was amazing so yeah it's definitely a process it's a journey and it's scary because um you don't know <laughs> because you're, you're kind of worried about the unknown but uh trust me uh you would be surprised how people will embrace you and embrace um the real you so I am always an advocate for just being your authentic self. Um, and you know what? The people that don't embrace you, they were not meant for you. It's okay. Let it go. Please let it go. Because it gives you the capacity to pick up those who, who are supposed to be on the journey with you. I tell people all the time too, like the one thing that I've noticed, if nothing else through like, especially specifically to P2P people, right? Is that... You come out and you go through this healing phase, then it's the shedding phase. And so it's perceivably a lot of pain, right? <laughs> it's just like, oh my God, and oh my God. Um, while you're still trying to build this business and purpose, right? So, but at the same time, it's it's such a great thing because those people and things that you're shedding gives you the strength and the, the capacity to really carry the load of what you really do need to. And then you start to have these people around you that fuel you to be more authentic, right? And, and maybe it really is a cultural thing too, but maybe it's not. We're just uh, preconditioned to hide hide all of our mess, hide all of the scandals, hide all the, you know, what happens in this family stays in this family or, and it becomes such a generational heavy burden and it just gets heavier to the next generation, right? And you, you may be the black sheep, you may be black bald when you, but when you do, like you just said, it's it's so amazing because that mound of stuff you're sweeping on the rug, one day you're not going to be able to not see it because it's going to be so big. Like it's going to just be in your face. It'll be taller than you, like you said about your son. Like it's just going to be there. Um, and so to really just let go and, and like you said, look at it, identify it, acknowledge it. It is what it is. And once you get to that point, you really are at a point of who going to check you with. Like who? And I think that is why you're like, I promise you every time I see you and you come across my timeline, I'm just like beaming. Your light is contagious. And I'm just like, she is doing her thing. And it just <laughs> makes me so happy. It makes me so happy. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, I, 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 there is something to be said about community as well. Mm -hmm. I think, like I said, I did therapy and I, my help was in therapy and it was in community. And, you know, we're, we're scared. I, 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 and, you know, with the women that I speak to, they're always so scared about what they will lose. Um, you know, the friends they will lose, the partner they will lose, um, the job they will lose, all of those things. But when you really begin to step into your purpose, the right things for you are attracted to you. And let me tell you, the community that I began to attract has just been so phenomenal, so so much of a blessing <laughs> that I, I, I can't even believe it. Cause I remember I, um, you know, I got to a point where I looked at my friends, my inner, my inner circle, and you know, there was like, we just weren't aligned anymore. We weren't helping each other to grow. We weren't having impactful conversations. You know, there was just no essence in there. But we were holding on to this because we had been friends from, you know, high school. So over 20 years or whatever it is, you know. And I had to say to myself, am I going to keep holding on to this uh, just because? Or do I have to be brave and just make that step out, you know? And I decided to step out and I, I told them, you know, I love them, I still love them to date. But I said, listen guys, we are not, we're not growing together. And I don't think that I can um, consider you to be my inner circle anymore because of these following reasons. And there was a season where I was just by myself. And um, now I understand that people, I'm an introvert, guys, so <laughs> it's not that big a deal for me. But I know there are people that, you know, that thrive on friends and energy and all of that. But the point I'm trying to make is that the women that are now in my life have, are just so phenomenal, so magical. It's not even about quantity, it's quality. You know, women that are cheering you on that don't feel, um, you know, if I say my wins, I'm not scared to go there and say my wins because, oh, uh, you know, Julie is going to be jealous about it. No, she's like, yes, yes, you did it, girl. <laughs> And genuinely you know, excited for you. Exactly. And then even speaking more into my life, like, oh, you did this. Well, next time you're going to do this. You know, that's the type of energy that I'm surrounded by now. And I'm just, and I'm, I'm just so grateful. And it's because, you know, I had to make that decision to just say, is this what I want to stay in? Or is there something better? And am I going to trust that there is something better? And I chose the better. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I I love that. So like I was talking to Gabrit, um earlier and I was telling her how um, just recently I related and I don't know why I didn't before, but I related trust and faith. And in my mind, I was like, I got faith. I trust God to do, you know, what he said he was going to do and above and beyond and all that. And then I had to realize that yeah, but it's kind of shaky, Jatia. Like your faith in the trust is a little wobbly there because I wasn't trusting him to do it on my timeline. I wasn't trusting him. And so that's what really ramps up that fear of the unknown. Cause it's like, we're good, we're safe. And what if we turn this corner and it's no longer good and safe? But what if you do turn the corner and it's absolutely amazing? 
like would you really sacrifice not living the amazing for good and comfortable and fear can be debilitating been there before right and it comes in waves it comes and goes it's not that thing that you can kind of just you know one day get over and never be afraid anymore right um like you said it's a journey but it's it's so worth seeing it's so worth letting go in order to pick up the good um but yeah because shedding those friends it happens it and it's a painful process um i tell people all the time it really doesn't get any easier but the length of time of pain is shortened right um so i i say my 2012 was my year of discernment and i was like shedding friends left and right and, and all of that right um and so then coming out of p2p I shared some more friends. And with that, it was just, I had reached that level of acceptance that, okay, I know this is now good for me because trying to hold on, like you say, you still love them, you know, but it's weighing you down and slowing you down from getting to that amazing. So it's just so much easier now. And I use that loosely to be like, okay, I, it's, it's time to let go of the job, the the spouse, the friends, the whatever, even family, which is even a whole nother level of hard. But it it is that thing where you 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 know, or even if you have that feeling and you can't see it, it's that feeling that amazing is around the corner. It's so worth it. So yeah, community doesn't always have to be in your area code or your zip code, as we're sitting here talking. I am the total testament to that. <laughs> I listen, my community is global. It is so global. I, you know, people like people will be like, no, Julie, you need to find friends in your city. I said, listen, I'm gonna find friends where I where they are. <laughs> and yeah. if they are supporting me in the way that I need to be supported, those are my friends. Don't tell me about jo geography. No, 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 no. My friends are global, so. Yeah. Listen, and with the technology that we have now, and hopefully when outside opens back up safely, like literally your friends can be global and you can go and see and do and experience. And it's all, like you said, it's part of that journey and learning and, um, and, and having that exposure to open your eyes to mm. what amazing looks like, because it looks different for everybody, what purpose looks like, because that looks different for everybody, but me helping you do your purpose helps me do my purpose and it just becomes this unimaginable just like rainbow of just amazingness I don't like I can't I don't have any other word right now but um, <laughs> but yeah so like accepting that they're, they're, they may not be in your area code or zip code is a big one because you're right when that season of loneliness when you can't go around the corner and be like hey girl you want to and you just like mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah 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 it's actually funny just because um someone just asked me today um <clears throat> and she's a single mom like myself right and she was and we've got very similar stories and she was telling me that you know she thought that by the time she had hit like 30 she would have had found that you know that guy and she would have been married you know and so she's asking me how do you deal with loneliness right 
And I think the first thing is one, don't pretend like it's not there. Like, you know what I mean? Like loneliness does happen, but again, loneliness is an emotion and an emotion is a choice, right? Um, for me, I uh, came to really understand is that um, my, when I get lonely, when um, I'm okay with it, like, yeah, I, I acknowledge, like, again, I accept that, okay, I have this emotion that is loneliness. And if I need to cry about it, I'll cry. I don't, I don't pretend anymore that, you know, emotions don't come to me. I, I, I face them head on, whatever it is, right? And I'll, I'll, I'll do what I need to do to move past it. So if I need to cry at that particular point, I will cry about it. And then I move past it quicker, right? Um, and then the other thing that I, 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 I acknowledged, I guess, in my mind is I was actually worried when I was thinking about, you know, if, if I'm going to find a guy or whatever, I was more worried about the quantity of dates that I was going on, right? Like, oh God, I'm not going on this many dates. Oh my gosh. Like, you know what I mean? But the truth is I don't need many guys. I just need one. And it's about quality, you know? I was so worried about, oh my God, the quality. I was like, no, no, no. When it does happen, in whatever timing it does happen, I only need one, you know? And for me, that gave me peace. I was just like, <laughs> I just need one. Like, yeah. and when it happens, it happens. So yeah, maybe I do get lonely from time to time and I'll, I'll cry about it. I'll do whatever I need to do about it, you know, at that particular time. But at the end of the day, I'm not worried about, oh my God, oh my God, I need to be out there, out there in the market. No, 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 no. I just need one. It's fine. Girl, you know, it's, so I've been actually encouraged in talking to people to, to like have more clarity conversations around relationships, right? Because there's so, so first of all, there's women in general that are, there are more of us than it, there are men in general on the planet Earth. So of course there's more of us that are single, but it becomes a whole different conversation when you're talking about women in purpose, because, and I'll even throw in just driven women in general, because you're focused. And so that time that you actually would give to, cause you're literally, this is a resource you can't make more of. This is a resource you cannot get back. Like, this is one of the top priorities in life is time. So for you to give that to someone, like you said, because, you know, they say, oh, it's a numbers game. You got to date, date, date till you find. We don't have the time because our time and focus is, is on that. It's on the purpose. It's on the important stuff. It's on creating this wave of impact, right? And so when you get to that state, when that fire burns so deep down inside, it does help with your contentment of waiting on the quality instead of the quantity, right? Because even I tell, you know, a lot of my friends that are on apps and things, and they're like, oh, you should get on the app. That depresses me more than anything. It like depletes all kind of hope because I'm just like, this is garbage. These guys are garbage. That conversation is garbage. Like they really are just there for one. Like there's no real intent of being there other than just to play. Now, if I had time to waste, okay, cool, maybe, you know, entertainment purposes. But I don't, right? So it does 
it really does help with being content until you find that, like you say, that one. We only need one. You know, you are so right because I actually thought about it. I was like, listen, if I'm in a relationship, that is so much time commitment that I would have to put somewhere else. But right now I'm building, I'm building an empire, right? So I need to get as much work done now so that when I do find that one, I'll have the time, I'll have the systems in place. Like I need to do the work now. Like I'm not too worried about that. <laughs> exactly. The, those are my exact thoughts as well. Cause it's like, it really is that balancing act because we we know especially when you're in the beginning building phases like it's a lot it's a time commitment my my little nephew was here this past week and he's like tt are you working you still working are you gonna and i'm like yeah t why you work so much so i can buy that stuff you keep asking me for okay (laughs) (laughs) but on top of that it really is because i've hit my head my head so many times that i've just stopped fighting divine timing i've stopped fighting god's timing right and i just decided to be focused and do the work now so that when that does happen like you just said i can have that balance i can focus on a him i can focus on an us i can and not just like it's like you know this is our baby we're birthing you know and so we're going through those sleepless nights (laughs) (laughs) And until they get on solid food and the systems are in place, like it really is very similar so that you can then devote that time. So having that enlightenment and acceptance really does make it a little bit easier to be content with it. Not that you don't get frustrated and you wouldn't want the extra support or companionship or any of that, but it's better than giving your time away to garbage. Yeah. That is so very true. The the best advice ever. Best advice ever. <laughs> and that's a whole nother whole nother topic for a whole nother day about how, <laughs> you know, we go through the process of healing and therapy and community and they try to do it by themselves and denying therapy. And so that makes options slimmer as well. So yeah. but yeah, him is out there somewhere, somehow, some way. He's out there. He'll come. Don't Perfect timing. Him. Yeah. Yeah, perfect timing. Well, I don't want to, because you know I could talk to you all day, every day, and I haven't, like, really had the time. I, I was telling somebody else, too, I was like, I need to just, like, schedule out a week where I do nothing but, like, check on people and talk to people. I know, me too. I was feeling like that last week. I just said, you know what, I really just need to check in with people and just say, hi, how are you doing? Do you want to have, like, a 10-minute, 30-minute, whatever it is? I, I get you, I get you. Yeah. And, but you know, the hard part is actually sticking to that 10, 30 minutes. Cause then it turns into like two hours and then right. later I'm like, Oh, you know, you had so much to do, even though that was so much fun and it, but you had so much. So it's like this, again, that balancing act, but yeah, yeah. I really want to do more catch-ups um, because I miss you guys, you know? I know, I get so used to talking out to y'all weekly and then all of a sudden it's like, so yeah, yeah. but I'm going to ask you a few questions, the same questions mm-hmm. I ask everybody else. Oh. No right or wrong answer, just you and how you feel. So what is something, and actually, I actually think you've answered some of these already, so you can repeat okay. those, those same things, but um, what's something you had or have to accept about your past, present, and future to free you to reach the infinite heights you desire in your business? Hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, I ha- I really had to let go of uh 
all of the the you know the negative events and they're just events they're not they're not who I am so I let I had to let go of uh, the negative events in my life and understand that um I am more than that. Um, I am not defined by all the negative things that happen because you know what? I also have beautiful things that happen in my life. There's so much joy and beauty and so much goodness that has happened. So it's a it's a balancing act, you know? So when I let go of that and, I, and really letting go of that was letting go of shame, <clears throat> letting go of fear. And it, it liberated me to to just have the courage to face the world, have the courage to dream bigger. Because before I used to dream really small, you know, when I was scared about, you know, people finding out about me and my history and all of that, that made my dream small, you know? Because <laughs> then I was like, oh, I can't go on social media. What if somebody sees me? Oh my God, oh my God, you know, there's all this fear behind it. But then when I had let go of it, then it's like, oh, I'm here. Um, Instagram lives, interviews for days, website, like, you know, just put yourself out there. And I think that's what it, that's letting go of the fear and the shame um, of what's happened to me really liberated me. I love that. I love that. Okay. So what's one thing you must believe to achieve as cliche as it sounds? What's one thing I must believe to achieve? I think, um, and it's a cliche answer. (laughs) I think that I'm enough. Oh my goodness. Everything that I need is within me. And I know, you know, we hear these things, but you know, when you actually just focus on that, um, and you, you force yourself into, into that mode, you really will find that everything that you need is within you. I know I've had problems where um, I was so focused on the problem, like, oh my God, it's, it's the end, the world is over, oh my God. But then when I forced myself to say, what is the solution? There is a solution right now and it is within you. And you, know, you, you really force your mind to go in that direction, a solution will come up. And for me, I, I just so believe that I am enough. I am everything that I need right now. I love that. You're right. And it's so, you know, I always say clarity is a destination, focus is the journey. And depending mm-hmm. on how focused you are, depicts how fast you get to clarity. And so, if you're focused on the problem, you're going to get to the problem. <laughs> but if you're focused <laughs> on the solution, you'll eventually get to a real solution. So, and and you know what? It's a cliche question. So a cliche answer, but they come from somewhere because it's truth. Like you really do have to believe to achieve and believing that you are enough, believing that you are worthy, believing that you are filling the blank is is really going to be the thing to get you to achieve. So I love that answer. Okay, so what's one belief you had to unlearn um, in order to push forward in purpose? Ooh, unlearn. Um, I feel like I've learned a lot. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, one thing that I had to unlearn. Um, I think I had to unlearn that. Hmm. 
had to unlearn um, that I wasn't worthy of forgiveness. Um, because I think the, the person that you, who, who doesn't forgive you, um, I, don't, I don't know how to explain this. You are the one that doesn't forgive yourself. Um, that's the biggest culprit, right? Like we go on with, oh, you know, with all of these things in our mind and, you know, other people have moved on, they've even forgotten, but it's you who hasn't forgiven yourself. So I did not think that I was worthy of forgiveness for the things that I've done. Um, and yes, you know, I am a, um, you know, I'm a believer, I believe in God and, you know, all of that. And, but really embodying just that, that, that feeling of forgiveness. And then there's something about, you know, there's a difference between knowing that God forgives you, but then do you forgive yourself? And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck, where I got stuck personally. And I had to unlearn that. I had to say to myself, um, you know, yes, these things happened. You made those choices, but it's okay. Forgive yourself. You are a better person. You know better. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. That's a really big one. Um, what's one belief that you have that you want to instill in your community? Okay, in my community, guys, listen, listen, listen. You are not alone. I always say that you have to make change a possibility in your mind, right? Because it, it will always start in your mind. If you have not made it, you know, you, you're going through whatever it is you're going through, whether it's an abusive relationship, whether, you know, you're, you're stuck in a place where you don't want to be, but then people always have, you know, they're always repeating, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm in this situation. I cannot make it out. Like, you know, there are all these things that are just on repeat, repeat. No, how about making it an option that, you know what, it can get better just make it an option in your mind. That's the first thing that I want you to do. And when you make it an option, then you begin to see solutions. Then you begin to attract the type of people that can help you to get out of that situation. So the first thing you need to do is make it an option in your mind that things can get better. I'm very passionate about this, obviously. <laughs> but rightfully so. I love that, that um, the way you, you, coin that like make it an option make change an option like because a lot of times you're right it's not even on the table as an option you you haven't even thought about that it's a possibility it's the only thing on the table for you to choose from is guilt shame fear hurt repeat and so if it's not on the table as an option you you're more than likely not going to choose it so i absolutely love that like that's a mic drop moment mic drop moment Okay, so how has embracing all aspects of you contributed to your success and or equipped you to do what you do? <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Um, I think that everything that has happened in my life has been for a reason. And, you know, in my, my darkest of moments, I've always said it was for a season. And that's something that I always understood that, you know, 
change what's that saying like change is the only thing that's constant you know um so i know that you know even when i was experiencing um my lowest moments i would always say you know what it would things will change i cannot be in this forever <laughs> and i think to embrace my whole story has made me be um more empathetic but then also for other people they feel more comfortable around me um because they they can see the authenticity and the genuineness when i bring my whole self there are people that just want to compartmentalize themselves you know and you know you want to present a perfect person there's no such thing as a perfect person can we just start there <laughs> You know, you are all of these things, uh, good and bad, and there's no such thing as a, a perfect person. So when you embrace all of you, it allows people to connect to you on an authentic level in a genuine way. And for me, I'm attracting my tribe, right? I'm attracting... Um, the type of people that I want to help, the type of women that I want to make a lasting generational impact in their lives. So I think that being myself has been so, so powerful in terms of just allowing people to see me for me. And um, <clears throat> I always say that, you know, don't shy away from weakness right um i know i didn't really go into it but you know the my, the slogan know your purpose grow know your roots grow your purpose it's an um the know is an acronym for knowledge um nourish operate in obedience and weakness and i just want to just talk about weakness here because we shy away from weakness we we we're scared to show people our vulnerabilities and i don't think you need to do that first of all on a spiritual level when god says when in the Bible it says, when I am weak, then he is strong, right? So you cannot do everything by yourself, first of all. Acknowledge that. You have to give God some space to operate. Let him put the super in your natural, you know? And I think it's so important that we we've been conditioned to think that weakness and failure is a bad thing. And when we experience it, that's when we're supposed to just give up. But no, weakness and failure is actually where you learn. It's where you grow. So yes, you may have failed at something. Yes, you may be weak in something, but that's okay. Let's learn. Let's grow. Don't give up. That's how you are going to be better the next time. So don't shy away from your weakness. It's okay. And because if you're living in a community, and you are really honest about what your weakness is, somebody else has that strength. What your weakness is, is their strength. And then you can lean on each other and grow together. So do not shy away from your weakness. Let people know what it is. Yeah. I absolutely love that. And you know, the, the one thing that came to mind as you were talking is how, do you, how you create lasting, real solid friendships or any kind of ships um, is intimacy. And the one way to be intimate with someone is to be vulnerable, is to show that weakness. And for, for those of us who are out here seeking authenticity, when people show up compartmentalized, you are always like, I know there's something more. That, and so when you don't get it from that person, you're like, mm, something's not. And you always question that person. And so being your authentic self, being weak, 
or showing vulnerability brings your tribe and creates a solid foundation for that ship, friendship, relationship, whatever it is. And so I love that that is the um, part of your acronym because for the longest time, it was hard for me to ask for help because I didn't want to be perceived as weak. But once I did, it was the most humbling humbling experience ever because I'm always like yeah sure I help yeah but to have that pour it back into you was so amazing so I love 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 that love that um okie dokie so last but not least before we can um before we tell them how they can add you to their tribe who's in your tribe who who have you connected with um to, to get to make things moving or your level of success or who's in your squad is what I'm trying to ask. Who's in my squad? I have so many people. It's terrible. Problem to have. I know. Oh my goodness. So let's see. I, um, I, you know, when I was just dreaming of Africana woman and what it could be, I started, um, investigate like having conversations with women um and you know I tried to reach out to a number of women across the world and my best friend um she connected me with uh, another a friend of hers like an acquaintance of hers and the the time Ah, gosh, I'm even like getting lost for words. Um, okay, so her name is Muma. And I mean, everyone that meets Muma is just, you know, they absolutely love her. And, you know, from the time that we've met, and we've just met virtually, guys, she is a a sister. Like, she is so, so supportive. She speaks life into me. She um, sees more in me than um, I see in myself. She, she is a, an angel advocate. So she speaks about me in spaces where I am not, I don't have access to, right? So she would come and tell me, oh, I was in this board meeting and I told them about you. They should hire you. <laughs> Girl, what are you on about? <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> I you love know, it. I love it. She is just so phenomenal. And I, and it's such a blessing. We have never met in person. And, but we are so, um, we're so close. And I just, I love her to, to pieces. Like, I just, I love her so much for so how much she's brought me. When I've been in crisis, she has been so supportive. Um, and I'm just so, so grateful. And I have a, a, a group of friends, like with my best friend, Muma, and, you know, we have this other, um, this greater community. Um, Oh, we call we started off as six strangers and now we're six friends. Well, actually, it's technically seven, but anyway. <laughs> and they are they're just so phenomenal because they they have this genuine, authentic energy, you know. And um, no one is scared to really say what's on their mind. And I think for me that has been so powerful because um, I, I I don't I don't want to be in spaces where I have to self censor you know, <clears throat> I want to feel safe to be able to say, you know, 
I'm having a hard time right now, or I'm celebrating that right now, and people are going to meet me where they, where I am, you know, so that has been such a blessing, um, yeah, and I, I have other spaces, I've got like a, a community of African female podcasters, I love them so much, um, and yeah, there's all these little pockets here and there, there's P2P, um, Mastery and Momentum, I love all these women, all these ladies, they just show up big time, for me and yeah they get me um together because <laughs> you know when you want to be like you know you want to make it so small again they're like no ma'am get it together <laughs> go out and do the thing <laughs> and i'm like okay 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 i'm going <laughs> so exactly. i am so pissed <laughs> exactly but you know we we all need them we all need that honesty we need that truth we need that safe space um we need that push, we, like, because we can put our claws in and be like, no. Um, but yeah, you need those sister girls. I absolutely love six strangers to six friends. Like, that is amazing. Love it, love it, love it. Well, now tell the good people how they can find you, how they can connect with you. Um, and we're going to put it in the show notes, too, to make it really easy. Yeah, so um, Africana Woman, there's an A at the end of Africana, okay, so Africana Woman, you can just go to www.africanawoman.com and it will open up the Africana Woman universe to you, so there is a podcast, a blog, um, and the community, the visionaries, the Africana Woman visionaries, you can find me on Instagram, that's my playground, I'm at chulu underscore by design, and yeah, yeah, so either africanawoman.com or truly by design on Instagram and you you'll be sorted, you'll find me. <laughs> and I always respond, guys. So I know people will be like, you actually responded. I'm like, yes, I'm so happy that you sent me a message. Are you kidding me? Of course I'm gonna respond. <laughs> I love you so much. So he's, well, thank you. I don't want to take up any more of your time. You've been absolutely amazing. Thank you for coming to play with me today and share with the people out there in podcast land. And hopefully they've gathered something that you said that will help them with uh, having confident and courageous clarity. So enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank and I'll you, talk man. to you soon. Yes. The old saying goes, when the roots are deep, there's no need to fear the wind. Know your roots, grow your purpose. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed this interview as much as I did. Go find Chulu on Instagram, which she says is her playground. She would love to hear from you. Let us know what you thought about the episode. Uh, review, subscribe, like, share with friends and family. And with that, have a marvelous, marvelous, marvelous Monday. And I'll see you back here. Same time, same place next week.